catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Coming up ahead in our programs today, we'll have for you Hashtag Taiwan with Leslie Liao, our look at what's happening on the Internet. Also, status update with John and Shirley. Today, they'll be talking about Taiwan as we reduce the COVID alert level to level two. But first up today, here in Taiwan. Today is Monday, July 26th. Uh, if you're listening via radio, it is Tuesday, July 27th. This is Here in Taiwan on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan, joined today by Shirley Lin. Hi, Shirley. Hello. It's fun. We haven't had this combo in forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> well, it's been a while, but I was on... You know how usually on Mondays is the men's team. Yes, it's but, ma- um, ma- man day. Yeah, man day. <laughs> <laughs> and actually on Tuesday is the women's day. Really? Yeah, the women's team. It's only fair, really. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it should be, right? Right. right. I mean, well, it should be mixed, but you know, whatever. Yeah. We should have a non-binary day. You know, <laughs> we should have something one each day of the week. Yes, we can do that. I don't okay. think we have enough days for all the genders. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, we're going to be talking about the Olympics today. We have some fun Olympics news. And in Yay. fact, in the rush to come down here, I printed out a stack of paper. And I apologize for that because it's not environmentally friendly. But there was so much <laughs> happening. I was afraid I was going to miss something. Um, so, we're going to be telling you about some of the fun things, some fun facts i'm gonna reminisce on the first gold medal that taiwan ever won ever mm. at the olympics okay uh and uh we're also gonna be telling you some other fun things uh so tuesday this is the big day of opening uh we're going from level three down to level two that's right on monday and uh sunday we saw just low double digits and zero deaths which was great uh so we're gonna tell you a little bit about uh the new guidelines for attending funerals and visiting temples mm. and also the first store of the famed taiwanese breakfast chain may and may has opened mm. in california that is very important news i think <laughs> it is to taiwanese people <laughs> to taiwanese people uh we'll, we'll find a way to make it important for you even if you're not from taiwan uh so those are some of the stories we'll be talking about in today's here in taiwan don't go away So maybe we should call this uh, here in Olympics. Ah, sure, that's fine. I have a lot of Olympic-related stories. Uh, um, before we get to, to the latest ones, though, uh-huh. okay. Do you remember the first time that Taiwan won a gold medal? I don't. You don't. I don't. The reason why I remember this is because I was actually recording the news that day. It was 2004. Oh, really? It was the Athens Olympics. Wow. And okay. I will tell you. There's nothing like seeing a country win its first gold medal ever. Okay, did you cry? 
I was very close to crying. <laughs> I wonder if I cried. I definitely, I think I definitely cried at some point. Yeah. Uh, I managed to keep it in while I was recording it on the air, but I got right. goosebumps and I had to pause for a second. I was like, wow, we're doing this, right? Because we were doing cool. news live then. That's right. Yeah. We were doing the news live then. So I had to kind of take a little moment and make sure I held it together. Yeah. But just seeing everybody around me being so excited, mm. um, watching actually newscasters on the evening news in Taiwan crying, crying. openly, mm-hmm. like sportscasters. Gosh, I feel like tearing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's very emotional. <laughs> um, I don't know if, if anybody has that, had that same experience. I have to pull off my glasses because they're steaming yeah. up. Wow. I saw that. Wow. wow. I keep getting emotional. Getting hot here. and emotional okay. already. Um, but it's a, it's a, an amazing thing. You know, these this is you have the weight of the nation kind of sitting on your shoulders. And it must be such a not just a relief that you've done your country proud, but like mm. you know, I just can't even imagine the pressure of competing at the Olympics. I know. I can never be an athlete I know. competing at the Olympics. <laughs> or any any tournament for that matter. Not nonsense. I can't. You could be in the Radio Olympics, surely. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm not sure if I like that either though. No, that's a lot of pressure too. That that is a lot of pressure. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll we'll not do that. No. Um but I, it was amazing. And so the first person to win one was a woman by the name of Chen Shishin. I, wait, she was a weightlifter or no? no that Taekwondo. Was a, yes, that's right. Oh, okay, now I recall that name. But there was also another athlete. Zhu Muyan. Zhu Muyan. I remember that name so well. It's a very unique name. So those two actually both won gold medal that year. He, she was the first all over, like all together, the first person from Taiwan to win a gold medal. Right. Um, and of course, the, the official team name is Chinese Taipei. So if you're looking for Taiwan, look for Chinese Taipei. Right. But the second person to win a gold medal for Taiwan was Zhu Muyan, who is a man, uh-huh. uh, also in Taekwondo. Right. So also oh, two taekwondo. Okay. Yes, and actually, I did a little searching for this to find out what the most um, common medals are for Taiwan in terms of sport. Like, what sports are we best at here in Taiwan? Okay. So I did a little search for it. Gosh, the way we're doing this, <laughs> we're not going to get to the other stories. We this might is not already... get to because the, okay. there's so much we can talk about. <laughs> so okay. uh, I will say that um, the 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 most popular sport in Taiwan in terms of winning medals is definitely Taekwondo. Yeah, I would have figured that. Head yeah. and shoulders above the rest. Um, and in fact, uh, Taiwan has won nine medals in Taekwondo since 2000 hmm. uh, when uh, the sports actually, the sport became a part of the Olympics. So prior to 2000, Taekwondo was not an Olympic event. Hmm. Okay. Um, the second strongest sport, do you know what it is? For Taiwan. Weightlifting? It is. Yeah. Which is really interesting. And I, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure that they're all women. Mm. Um, I could be wrong, but the team has uh, racked up a total of eight medals in the sport um, since the very first medal came. It was Taiwan Yi. I don't have the Chinese here, so I may be pronouncing oh, it wrong. Oh, Taiwan Yi, I think. Yeah, because I'm... And that's a, that's a female weightlifter? we'll have to look that up for you uh not important the most important thing is that was the first weightlifting um medal for taiwan it was a bronze it was 1984 the los angeles games oh wow so uh those are two sports we're going to be watching uh uh, at the olympics but i think we should do a little roundup of all the medals we've won so far sure we've won three which is amazing so far yes Mm -hmm. Uh, when you consider last olympics in rio in 2016 we won two. Uh-huh. So we've already beaten 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And what's okay. amazing is the Olympics have been, they start on Friday night. Mm-hmm. So we won one on Saturday. Yeah. We won one on Sunday. Right. We won one we won on Monday. Monday. So if we can keep this up, that's yeah. how many, <laughs> 16 <laughs> medals there, one for each day of the and, games. And we have 68 athletes attending. That is right. part in Olympics. Uh, which is a lot. Yeah. Many, many uh, people who have the possibility of winning uh, some medals. I will say the people who have won already, Yang Yong Wei, mm-hmm. who is the uh, judoka. He's, he won in judo for the 16 kilogram men's uh, competition. Right. Losing only to a Japanese competitor. You that's know, right. Home team advantage. So yeah, that's okay. That's cool. Yeah, that's um, cool. The two apparently I think had competed together before and seemed very, you know, friendly uh-huh. um, on and off the mat. Well, maybe off the mat, not on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> Fierce competition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we have a whole, um, a lot of people asking if he's single. Oh. <laughs> if he's married. Very interesting. Um, that always seems to be a thing. An a important thing. thing. I will say what was interesting. Did you watch him getting the medal? Um, no. The, the medal ceremony was very no. cute. So oh, he, he okay. took the medal yeah. and it was hanging around his neck and he looks at it yeah. and he held it against his face and he yeah. like breathed in deeply. He did one of these. He went. <laughs> <laughs> and that became a gift that everybody's sharing on Twitter. It's very okay. it's very cute. We'll have to yeah, find yeah. you a link All for that. Right. Okay. Okay. I didn't see that. So oh. moving on, the second medal on Sunday. This is uh, the uh, Taekwondo bronze won by Luo Jialing. Yeah. Um, so she is the second medalist. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, the third medal came on Monday, and it is the Taiwan men's archery team. They won silver. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool. Wow, um, that's cool. I don't know if you want to zoom, zoom in. in on the. Yeah, sure. You why have not? to like strip. Like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll like... just put a link in the yeah, in right, there right, for you. Right. Okay. That might be a little bit easier. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm super excited to see where we go. I think we're doing really well so far. Oh, I think so too. Um, have you been watching it all? Um, not really, because I don't like. It's too much pressure watching it. <laughs> you know, it's funny because my, my, my husband's following it and he's like, honey, come watch. And I'm just like, no, I, I don't want to. Just come sit beside me. So I went and sat beside him, but I was like down what, looking at my um, playing on my um, iPhone. I tell you, because I, yeah. I, I can't. I don't like that kind of pressure. I don't know. That, yeah. It's I, a lot. I, just, I know. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 You know, and especially the um, I was watching the table tennis. With um, what's his name? Zhuang. Oh, uh huh. Zhuang Zhuang Zhu Zhuang Zuyan. Yes, Zhuang that's Zuyan. right. Yeah. Yeah, he. I think he's like a four or five time Olympic winner really? before, and I was just, I, I just couldn't watch it because he was like losing a lot of points in the beginning, but then he made a turnaround, and uh-huh. and then he won, and you know, like he's back, you know, it's on to the next round. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling don't. either. That's it's so. too much. The pressure. Yeah, I, I'll just know like who you know who won, oh we won or we lost or whatever or yeah. you know we got what what was it bronze or silver or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of that kind of person. It's terrible. We'll watch, watch the it. instant replays. Right. Later on. Later on. Yeah, yeah. the highlights reels. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Did you watch any of the opening ceremony? No, I didn't. I I yeah I, did, I missed that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Some fun stuff in there. Yeah. Um, they had this one part, the best part of it. Uh, well, two best parts. One was with all the drones. They had like a bunch of drones up in the sky that looked like the earth and it was kind of floating above the, um, the stadium, which was very cool. Then they had this other one where they had humans acting out all the different like logos for the different sports. So it was one song and they did all the events like back to back. 
Wow. There's, so there's this Japanese TV show called Tsaoji Bian Bian Bian. Do you know uh -huh. where people act like different scenes from life, but they like, you know, people dress up as a teapot and stuff right, like right, that. Right, right, right. And yeah, the more creative, I, I do know. Yeah, now you, I know that show. Yeah, yes. the more creative you are, the more points you get, and then right, you like right. advance to the finals. Right. Well, it was like the same kind of thing. So people I actually see. acting them out. Um, oh, that's a good idea. It was cool. Because they're good at that. Yeah. Very good at that. Very creative, <laughs> showing the Japanese creativity. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's nice to see some lighthearted moments. I was really worried that the games would be all about COVID-19. Yeah. And it looks like there's a lot of really nice things happening. That's great. In the events and like around the events. And hopefully everybody will stay safe for the coming uh, two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our little Olympics update. We will be offering more coverage on RTI. So do tune in and uh, check out our website, english.rti.org.tw. And of course, here on Facebook uh, or, you know, in our programs, you'll be able to find out the latest about Taiwan's athletes at the Olympics. Okay, so I mean, as we're broadcasting it, it's Monday, which means this is the last day of level three COVID alert mm -hmm. restrictions. Uh, and if you are listening via radio, it's already Tuesday, so we are already enjoying the the beauty yeah. of yeah. level two, level two, which uh, involves just briefly. We'll give you an idea of what it involves. So, for example. Um, you'll still have to wear a face mask whenever you leave your home. Mm -hmm. um, but indoors, you can have 50 people. Right. The cap is at 50 instead of at five. Mm -hmm. Outdoors, it's 100 people instead of 10. 10. Um, but again, it's all still masked. Um, you can do more things like, for example, you can go surfing, which you couldn't do before. Okay. Or you can, uh, they're having small scale events. Uh, and this actually is tied to what you're going to talk about which mm -hmm. is uh, funerals and religious services. Was that the other thing you're going to talk about? Yeah, temples. 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 Okay. Yeah. So the Ministry of the Interior announced that guidelines for funerals and visits to temples and national parks, actually, um, is going to take effect. And, and here's the first interesting thing, is that people paying their respects to a deceased person like going to a funeral, you can only nominate one representative to attend the funeral. Oh, so what does that mean? Does that mean if it's a, if if you wanted to attend as a whole family, you can only send one representative? That's it. I guess that's what it means. Oh. Or if you're if you're you know if you want, uh, you can't have a whole company or employees. But or I think you have like there. fifty people. No. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I. I it don't must know. be fifty people, but like for each family, there's only one person. Except it says here though that the number of people who can attend a ceremony at a funeral home will be limited according to the venue size. Oh. Okay. That makes sense because you have to be able yeah. to socially distance. Right. Oh. Yeah. So the maximum would still be fifty, 50. people if you have a big enough venue that you can ensure everybody is distanced. Right. I think that what happens is because at funerals in Taiwan, especially like Buddhist funerals, mm. people will go up to the front and like make offerings yes group by group right so probably right. the part you're talking about is like for each group, group. you can only have one, one person representative go there. so it's uh -huh. not a lot of people like yeah. come in contact with each other so it sounds like you've attended a, a townie's funeral yes. Before. Yeah. yes yeah yes. there's a there's a whole lot of uh, ritual and everything a lot of procedures mm -hmm. um, bowing you know um taking up a wreath and if you're in a group the one representative that represents this group goes up to the very front and holds a wreath or something like that and bow like three times yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and they you do know? it with, um, the, depending on the, the religion, they'll do it with um, alcohol, they'll do it with incense. Right. They'll do it with different, different things. things. Yeah, so yeah. I know it's it's different for Christian funerals mm -hmm. and for Buddhist, Buddhist. funerals. 
um mm-hmm. you know if, if you're i think really strict buddhist they don't do alcohol mm-hmm. um but if you're more like taoist funeral yeah. then they'll have the alcohol right um they do it at, do they do the bowing at christian ones as well I'm a little confused here. I know. It's hard to remember because <laughs> so, I think it's a yeah, lot of... Yeah, because I've attended both, and Buddhist and, and Christian. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of like mixing too. Like there's not necessarily religi- uh, rigid lines between the religions and their kind of funeral practices too. Right, right. So it's quite quite something here. So, um, and columbarium. Okay, now that's sort of like a pagoda, a tower, uh-huh. where there are these you know urns of the deceased... And they're put into all these cubicles. Okay? Yes. So that's a columbarium. It's like it's a, a tall building. A place to store the ashes, all the right. different urns of ashes in, in different spots. Yeah. Right. So they're saying that um, they're going to be, they're, they're, you know, they're, of course, now they're open for visitors. Okay. Whereas before, when we were under level three, they weren't. Um, but then again, be limited to the size of the venue itself. Mm-hmm. And then um, one other thing that's interesting is that columbarium operators who cannot effectively limit attendance, like limit the number of people that's allowed, they can still continue to hold ghost festival rites, oh. rituals, without allowing mourners to attend. Okay. Yeah, we have the ghost month coming up. Yes. Uh, I think this year, it's because it's, it's always according to lunar calendar, this year is in August. I, I believe it's day, August but... 22nd, if I'm remembering. Oh, that's pretty late. Oh, okay. All Let right. me just look. Yeah, it's August 22nd is the midday. So oh. it's the Zongyuan Pudu, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. center day when the gates of hell open. Right. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, so you would just mention about this uh, Pudu. Um, it, it's um, it's uh, referring to the traditional ceremony to honor deceased ancestors on the 15th day yeah. of the seventh lunar month known as ghost month. Actually, so, I, I got it wrong. The, the gates actually will open on the first day, the gates right. of hell, and then the, they open on, or they close, close on the last day. Right. Or gates of the uh, underworld, so the, the netherworld, the other right. side. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they let these spirits roam around the earth Hungry for ghosts. months. Hungry yeah. ghosts. Yeah. Before they're, you know, they head back to the yeah. underworld. Yeah. And so companies would have to observe these uh, disease prevention guidelines if they conduct pudu ceremonies for the employees, which they usually do on the first floor, like outside the front door of um, the company, where the company is. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but um, I guess, so you have to, yeah, watch, uh, you know, the guidelines and all that. Large religious events, though, such as processions, pilgrimages, and feasts, they're still prohibited. Yes, that's okay. right. Because they're just trying to keep people from coming in contact with each other. Too many people, too much risk of people removing masks, of yeah. having food together, and then potentially having another outbreak. Right, right. Yeah. So that's pretty much, you know, some of the guidelines, you know. Um, but at least, uh, you know, it's opening up to funerals and visiting temples. Uh, visiting temples, same thing. Yeah, yes. Same idea. I just learned recently, um, you know, while doing the news today, that uh, starting on Tuesday, we're going to have another round of vaccinations. Ah, yes, that's right. So I think Taiwan is at 25%, a little over 25% for um, people getting shot. first shot. Yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. hopefully, fingers crossed, um, I'll get a text message on Tuesday morning okay. at 10 a.m. telling me to sign up for an appointment sometime between, uh, I believe, Friday and uh, I think next week. Yeah. Right. 
Okay. So hopefully all will join the ranks of all the rest of the people in the English service. Yes. Who, who got the shot. <laughs> well, there are a couple of other people. Oh, actually, the others are also whoever hasn't had the first shot mm. in the English service will be will be like they'll be in on this time, right? I think so. So oh, good. So right now, four people have gotten their first shot. Of those four people, one uh, one person has gotten two. Yes. Okay, and then uh, there are three people who haven't gotten a shot at all. Right. Uh, I'm one of those three. Right. Um, and so I, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get mine. Knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> and I hope that you won't get a bad reaction from it. You uh, know, I, I, I just came up with a couple with fever for a couple of days and. It's just sleeping a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and soreness. I, I'm expecting. But that's about it. I'm expecting something similar. Something similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we have some people responding here. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Um, shall we get into? The, can you read them? No, I can't. Sorry. Okay. How about I read them? Yeah. <laughs> you do that. Put my glasses on. <laughs> sure. We'll um, wait for you. So we have. Um, oh wow, a lot of people have written. Uh-huh. Uh So. Uh, Jen Delari says the networks are showing it live here. I don't understand how they're expecting most people to watch when it's three or four a.m. over in the U.S. That is true. Oh, okay. Uh, so well, we have some crazy people do. Yes. <laughs> stay up that, Greetings up that from Rajshahi, Bangladesh, from Ismail Hossein. Uh, thank you for writing to us. How also we have Shivendu Paul. Good afternoon. Greetings Yay. from India. Hi. Hi. We've got Randy uh, Rudy Hartano. Salam dari Indonesia. So hi there. Hi. Um, and uh, oh, Stan Farley says they're watching at 3 a.m. Good <laughs> heavens. Uh, all well, right. I guess after all this practice of watching here in Taiwan so late. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, is that how it works or is this early? I no, can't remember. Well, um, West we're Coast not is that. super late. Um, oh, okay. So then uh, Sabina Guo says hardcore sports fans will watch the games in the middle of the night, I think. I would if I lived in the States. Yeah. Um, Stan Farley says, I had absolutely no effects from the first or second Pfizer shots, but I'm old. Oh, <laughs> that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we count as, I don't know. As old? I, I don't know. It's interesting. I, my friend's mom is 75 and she uh-huh. had a really bad reaction and everybody was like, oh, it's because you're so young. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're allowed to say that if you want to. Right. Um, so very quickly, <laughs> shall we go into our final story today? Do you yeah, want a music? sure. All right, here, I'll play a little music and we can go into it. So we might have to do this uh, in one minute or less, the speed oh. at which you would normally eat a Taiwanese breakfast uh, sandwich. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So there's this famous um, Taiwanese um, breakfast store called Mei May, May or May. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, they actually opened the very first uh, store in Fremont, California, uh, with a 20% discount on all purchases for a soft opening, which already ended on uh, Saturday, oh. July 24th. So now Taiwanese people, I mean, sorry, Americans are not used to probably getting up, you know, for breakfast and I mean, going outside and getting breakfast. But in any case, um, the people there at this uh, Fremont store, they got up at 3 a.m. and they were like making all these, you know, sandwiches. And um, there's this thing called um, damping, which is like egg Taiwanese pancake. Yep. With eggs, you know? Yep. And, but it's interesting. I've got a menu in front of me. They've got some really interesting names for it. Like what? Can you guess what is toasted pork song sandwich? <laughs> that would be rou song, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is... Um, like pork, pork floss. floss. Yeah. Okay. So, and then there's also togo sandwiches. And I was going, what are togo, togo. sandwiches? A to-go. Yes. 
to go San Francisco. Cute. Because the Chinese is 方便. Okay. 方便带, that means. Right. So they've got all these specials. And then um, there's a teppan noodle, which okay. is really teppan yaki noodle. Right. Tieban. You know, Thomas people do have that for breakfast, by the way. Interesting. You know, black peppered. I have to say, so a lot of things on this list are all the same things you'd find in Taiwan. Yes. But the yes. prices are like three or four times what you'd you pay. You are right. It's like uh, an egg pancake roll costs five U.S. dollars. And how much did that cost in Taiwan? Actually, it's many times more. So no, in, in um, Taiwan, it would cost like 30 NT, right? Wow, wow, wow. That, that's like four times more or maybe more. Maybe Almost more. five times more. But I will say it's worth it because you're making more money in the U.S. and it costs them a lot more money in terms of labor, that lights, right. insurance, rent, you know, water, electricity. Yeah. So don't compare. I know. If you want the Tommy's prices, get on a plane and fly over here. It'll be like 10 times as expensive. Exactly. Just so, a plane ticket. Yeah. So a Taiwanese in, in, in California said that it's really authentic. It tastes like, you know, the original thing here in Taiwan. So if you want that authentic fix, uh, there's one more option. <laughs> for here in Taiwan, I'm Andrew Ryan. And I'm Shirley Lin. Stay tuned for more coming your way on RTI. This is Radio Taiwan International. Hello and welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Thank you so much for joining me. Every week in the show, we take a look at what's trending online in Taiwan, whether it's an amusing Instagram account, a funny YouTube video, or a touching post on Facebook. Now, I am recording this introduction on July 19th, which is a Monday. And today is the day that Taiwan's athletes will head to Tokyo, Japan to participate in the Tokyo Olympics. Now, if you didn't know Taiwan participated in the Olympics, that's fine. Because, in fact, when Taiwan participates in the Olympics, it doesn't do so under the name Taiwan. But a geopolitical technicality should not be a reason why you write us off. In fact, in this week's Hashtag Taiwan, I'm going to give you reasons why you should look out for Taiwan at the Olympics. Guess what's happening next week? That's right. The 2020 Olympic Games in Tokyo, Japan will kick off. And if you think I misspoke when I said 2020, you're wrong. The 2020 Summer Olympics are coming to us one year late because of COVID. Boy, let me tell you, this coronavirus has the world out of whack. But not whack enough to keep Taiwan away from the Olympics, baby. If you want to watch Taiwan compete, then be on the lookout for this flag and the name Chinese Taipei. For complex geopolitical reasons that I'm not getting into, Taiwan cannot compete as Taiwan. Anyway, Taiwan's athletes are scheduled to fly to Tokyo on July 19th. Taiwan is sending 66 athletes to compete in 18 categories. Among them are two sports that Taiwan will participate in for the first time ever, karate and canoeing. If you're curious, the other 16 categories are shooting, track and field, archery, swimming, gymnastics, table tennis, boxing, rowing, equestrian sports, weightlifting, judo, tennis, badminton, taekwondo, cycling, and golf. Earlier this week, President Tsai attended a ceremony where she presented Taiwan's Olympic team with the country's Olympic flag and wished athletes and coaches good luck in their respective categories. The gist of her speech was, 
go kick some butt. But President Tai also knows that kicking butt don't mean a thing if you can't do it in style. That's why she shared a picture on Instagram showing off Taiwan's Olympic athlete gear. The Chinese Taipei Olympic Committee Facebook page has also been getting people in the mood for the games. They're introducing Taiwanese athletes almost daily, and they've even come out with virtual athlete trading cards that, when put together, form the Chinese Taipei Olympic flag. Pretty cool! But what's even cooler is what we can expect from Taiwanese Olympians this year. Did you know the number one women's singles badminton player in the world, Dai Ziying, is Taiwanese? And that's right, you guessed it, she's headed to Tokyo. Next up, you've got Eddie Wong. He's a swimmer, and last year he broke a world record for the 200-meter butterfly stroke. And then you have Ding Hua Tian, who a year and a half ago invented her own officially recognized gymnastics move at the age of 17. Four-time weightlifting world champion Guo Xingchun will also be representing Taiwan. 2019 World Boxing Championship bantamweight gold medalist Ling Yuting is competing as well. Then there's also 2019 Archery World Championship gold medalist Lei Qianying aiming for gold. You have Wen Ziyun who's making history simply by showing up to the Olympics. She's the first athlete ever to compete for Taiwan in the category of karate at the Olympics. Like I said, Taiwan is sending 66 athletes to the Olympics, and so far I've only mentioned 7 of them, each with impressive accomplishments in their respective sports. I could sit here all day and go over all of the Taiwanese Olympians with you, but I think I've given you enough reason and hype to follow Taiwan at the Olympics this year. I myself am looking forward to a subsequent drop in gold prices because I believe we're bringing home that many gold medals. Flood the market, you know, make gold as cheap as table salt. And that was this week's Hashtag Taiwan. I hope I've given you reason enough to follow Chinese Taipei, or I should say Taiwan, during the Olympics. I know I'll be watching eagerly because I think we stand a pretty good chance of taking home a few golds this year. What do you think? Anyway, that's all for today's show. Until next week, stay safe, stay happy, and stay healthy. And if you're looking for more Hashtag Taiwan, don't forget to check us out on YouTube at RTI English, or you can go to our Facebook page on Radio Taiwan International or Taiwan Insider, which is the TV show that Hashtag Taiwan is part of. Anyway, guys, take it easy. I'll talk to you again soon. This, this is, is Status, status Update. update. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Ventriast. It's that program where we get to your letters and letters that you write us and let us know what programs you listened to this past week and whether you like them, not like them. Give us any ideas and comments and um, ways to do better. But uh, before we do that, though, we're going to update our status a little bit here. And in fact, we're going to update the status of Taiwan. Basically, yeah. as of today, uh, we've lowered the um, COVID alert from level three to a level two. We should probably explain what that means. <laughs> yes. Um, so level, uh, what well, I should explain it, level two, right? Well, level three. Level three. What, 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 what well, level we were three. Under. Level three was that only uh, if it's indoors, only five people are allowed. And if it's outdoors, 10 people are allowed. And then as you step outside your house, you're supposed to wear your mask at all times. What else is there? Um, oh, most... Rest, no dining in restaurants. No dining in restaurants. Strict caps on the size of indoor and outdoor gatherings. There are still caps, but they've been greatly yes. increased under the level two that we're now under. Yeah. 
So now it's um, 50 for indoors, 100 for outdoors, and uh, um, I don't know, just the whole well, idea. I mean, how do you feel? Um, uh, I think it's probably premature, honestly. I feel like in a, <sighs> people are going to go crazy, and in a few weeks, we'll be back to where we were, or worse. some people are happy, like Natalie's pretty happy, they, um, they, but they, I don't there's know. There's Delta out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I can understand. I mean, people have been well, cooked up too to, long. To be clear, and just bars, wanna... karaoke, and uh, a few other spots that are potential super spreader places are still closed. Right. No swimming pools are going to be open. And Although my gym reopened, but I told Probably them. Probably not the swimming pool. I, I actually, in our contract, you can take a period off. And okay. I just did that oh, without right. paying. Oh, okay. Because I'm not going until we're in the clear. <laughs> I don't want to be. Two people. Well, as of last week, I don't know lately, but two people at two different branches of my gym in Taipei got uh, it. Yeah. So I'm not going. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, when we were at level three, I mean, some gyms were open, but the one that I go to, like I think in New Taipei, I don't think they and could some open. in Taoyuan could not be open. Yeah. Oh, wait. So you belong to one that's not in New Taipei? That's more in like, Taipei in City? It's in Taipei proper. Oh, yeah. I see. So Cross yeah, the they, they decided to stay closed, you know? And I don't know. Um, I haven't heard anything about my gym yet. But uh, they are opening up. I bought a, but a bunch of weights that I haven't been using. <laughs> I can't get into it at home. You can't? It feels like just the wrong environment for exercise. Oh, uh, yeah. maybe. And my rabbit looks at me funny. Maybe that's why my husband and my son aren't really using them at all, even though we already got them in yeah, the house. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on them. and but Same here. Oh, well. You know, an exercise bench, too, and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't get it. And even like these, um, what do they call these? Exercise not ropes. They're like, like they're like elastics. Oh, the stretchy bands. Yeah, yeah. the stretchy bands. The resistance. They're bands. expensive because my mm. husband, I, for some reason, he's got expensive ones. I don't know. They he he well, wasn't using them. Nor is my son. Anyway, I was calling. Like, I think I'm not dining in any restaurants anytime soon. Wait, now restaurants are allowing dine in if they or can not? allow for um, social distancing. But still, I'm not taking that risk. Oh, okay. Uh, <sighs> So and, yeah. I'm very wary about this. I'm already used to staying just, home. We're getting I'm there. Just, if we can just go through a few more weeks, I figure we can we can finish this thing, right? Yeah. And except, instead of making us go through the whole cycle all over again with yes, a new outbreak. But, I mean, you do understand why the government, I mean, it's been really hard on them trying to figure out just what is the best thing to do. Sure. I mean, they're probably more standing on the side the of all the businesses, the economy. So that's why, you know... I mean, there are people, there are pros and cons to this. And there are people definitely happy. There are others who are complaining. Yeah, I don't We're not going to be too happy. And I just know. I don't know. I, I'm the worry type. And I'm I, like I said, I'm so used to staying home now. Yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> normal now. <laughs> okay. The only thing I probably would enjoy doing is like just drive, you know, go for a drive like out in, in the countryside you or something You can do that, like that anyway. Yeah, except that. No one's stopping you. Right. Um, but I don't want to be caught. I mean. People were getting caught by, um, well, why were they caught? I mean, they were like driving out. they probably out weren't the... wearing masks or doing, they were doing something they no, weren't supposed to. No, they were, to. right. There um, were too many of them to get in one place. Too many of them probably, okay? Even though they were wearing masks. Yeah, there's still, that, that's the I, rule. I mean, there was, there was a, a story in the news where there was a van. Oh, no, no, no. Two cars of people, they drove like way out somewhere. But still, they were tracked down. I'm, I bet somebody gave a, like, tipped yeah. off. And, and Crowds so, are kind of noticeable these days, especially <laughs> in remote areas. So They just want to get out, and, and they I were caught. If you and can I was, just 
just hold it together a little bit more, we can probably just end it. Because, yeah, no, I don't. Well, I, I think it should be extended still, a little bit. It would still really to be a while bef- if, before we can really like totally feel safe about totally opening up. Because yeah. um, even like right now, um, there's only a small potential percent, percentage of people who are actually vaccinated. And in order to reach herd immunity, we have to reach a certain like 75 to 80% yeah. of people being vaccinated. Now, that is not happening in the next two weeks. You know what I mean? That's why I said so, we've got to wait a little bit. Yeah, like another two or three months. And some people just can't wait for another two or three well, months. Well, here's the thing, though. They just gave, didn't they just give an emergency use authorization for a domestically produced Taiwanese vaccine? Yes. Why don't they get that into people? I feel they, like it's they, been, they're, the process they're, has been entirely it, too it's, slow. It's I slow. Up, I signed up for, to get vaccinated like two weeks ago now, three weeks, mm, you haven't maybe heard two weeks ago. Yet. Yeah, not heard a thing. Right. And I and meanwhile, there's a vaccination center like right here. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you can't just line up and get your jab and you're done. That's a that's another thing. There's there's they also have the a group vaccines. of people, people keep sending who, oh, them to us. There's also a group of people who are question who is questioning the locally made vaccine too. That's another thing. Mm. You know, they just they're just you know uh 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 they're just yeah. There's still some controversies of that. So it's like, I mean, (laughs) unless, you know. It doesn't um, seem like that, like, it doesn't feel like it's being, like, like there's any urgency behind it. You know what I mean? I get the feeling that the the government is very, very cautious. Sure. They're taking all precautions. They're just, like, you know, they're discussing it again. I don't blame the government. I just feel like uh, whoever's in charge of the logistics of it, they're getting the shots into people's arms, it doesn't seem, seems to be taking their time. <laughs> yeah. Because um, if I could, if I could just like in the States, you can just line up. There's if just... I could do that, I'd, I'd have already gotten it. But the problem is you have to register and then they send you a confirmation. And then I just feel like just show up and get it done. Like, But is everybody like happily getting vaccinated in the States though? I I've heard of some people, people who are not, who are not, gonna get it at all oh no and well and i know of some friends here um the whole family mm. from the mother who is very 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 yeah she's got you know some health problems but mm-hmm. so she does not intend to take it and she's telling all her sons not to take the vaccine <laughs> you know it's like a whole lot of people so well, it's a whole bunch of people, people gonna get covid yeah but you hope know, you have health insurance beyond the government yes, you're gonna have a Hefty hospital bill. She's much older, and and she really, you just don't want to get in an argument with her. Mm. That's according to this friend of mine, who's one of her sons. And so, you know, uh, there's there are people who are just very wary about, and they just said, nope, nope, don't don't jab me. Well, the people who want it should. I just feel like, come on, we have them. Why aren't they getting where they need to be? Yeah. The other thing that I kind of don't very much agree with is the fact that, like, whenever a sh- new shipment comes in, we get stories about this all the time. Oh, so many million doses arrived today. There's like a, it takes forever for them to get to, inspected. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. from a factory in Europe. There's, it's fine. <laughs> just I whatever. <laughs> well, just I hate the bu- the rid- bureaucratic rigidness yes. of it all. You know, this factory in Germany or the Netherlands or whatever, they have the top standards in the world mm. that's, you know. Remember how I told you that when I got vaccinated, there was like so many steps I had to do? Yeah. Okay, so. So all this has me feeling like it's really. You know, I think. Could be much simpler. 
after I thought about it, I think, you know, how it like kept asking me the same questions, like you fill a form with the questions and then they, you go and see the doctor and the doctor asks you the same questions and then you sign your name because they oh. want to not take responsibility if anything were to happen to you after yeah. you get the jab. I understand that people Taiwan. can have an allergic reaction <laughs> and that there's concerns about that. Mm. Uh, but like, it's a, it's the, it's from, definitely from your, your story only further added to my feeling that this is being people are not. There's, there's the people administering this process are not taking it, you very, know, like urgently. It's definitely culture difference. So, what just what my view is just, just get it done. <laughs> just get it done. Anyway, so um, I say pray for Taiwan. Yeah. You know, now that we're you know level two, um, they're loosened restrictions. I really and hope in two weeks' time we're not here telling you. Oh well, we're under lockdown oh, I again. I really hope not to. Yeah. Okay. But I have a feeling we may be. Oh no! Don't say that. Okay. Anyway, so I say it's time to get to the letters and upset about um, our current situation here with the <laughs> pandemic. Um, but anyway, yeah, we always love to hear from you. So please do write us letters and let us know what programs to listen to. Our address is PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.cw. And you can always reach us on Facebook and YouTube. All right. Now, I've got a letter from Brian Newell of Logan's Point, Indiana in the USA. Now, um, the thing was that uh, he heard... Um, maybe I should just read this. It says, Dear Leslie, Stash, Shirley, and Natalie, as requested, um, here is my rendition of an edible summer treat modified from a pizza recipe to a light, easy-to-prepare summer street taco style. Mm. Okay, we're talking about how Stash and Leslie was talking about um, this really weird concoction for pizza with um, oh, pizza century hut. egg. Yeah, probably by Pizza Hut. With century egg and um, like, uh, what was it now? Pig's, Pig's blood, blood cake. cake. Yeah. And cilantro C as well. Right, right. And cilantro. Now, um, actually, um, Brian kind of gave an idea of like, you know, how you could have made it more um, like tasteful. Mm. And so then he decided to take the challenge on himself and make it something similar. Okay. Right. So then he says, maybe in a month or so, I can find someone who can get some pig's blood cake, rice cakes, to add to the base of the taco. He, he actually made more like a taco for a future taste test. And then in brackets, those who keep kosher, halal, or vegetarian can forego the rice cakes and still enjoy these tacos. For a vegan option, consider substituting potato salad for the century egg. I hope you can find quality tortillas in Taiwan. Can we? I don't know about that. Um... Yes? No? It's hard. Okay. It's yeah, hard. it's hard. To enjoy some good food vibes this summer. Take care, Brian Yule. And so he actually took pictures as he was making this concoction. Ooh. See that? Oh, wow. Well, let me read this. So it's cilantro century egg taco. So he didn't try using pizza. He used taco. And it's pig's blood cake rice to be added at a later date when available. So ingredients was preserved duck's egg, which is, in other words, century egg, corn tortillas, red onion, fresh cilantro, sliced banana pepper rings, grated Parmesan Roman, Romano cheese. So he said you can warm up the tortillas directly over a low flame. And he actually showed picture of the tortilla on, a, wow. on, the, on the stove on, on low, low flame. And you, or you could warm them up in a pan, but this is a bit faster and more fun. To turn the tortillas over to cook the other side and watch that they don't get burned. But if they burn a little bit, that adds to the flavor. Crispy, yeah. Yeah. And he says, you can tell they're done when they start to shrink and curl up a bit. And show <laughs> pictures of that, you know? Wow. So this is so detailed. Thanks, Brian. Um, the basic ingredients are the corn tortilla, century egg, red onion, and cilantro. This is not unlike a street taco, a combination of flavors that has been around for centuries. I like to add sliced banana pepper rings. You could use any kind of sliced peppers. The vinegar adds to the flavor. 
Oops, I forgot to add the grated Parmesan Romano cheese <laughs> at the end. But here's what a taco looks like before you eat it. He fold it over, see? Wow. Right there. And um, just fold the quantity in half and enjoy. Here's a variation using hot and sweet sliced pep. Uh, banana pepper rings. Now I'm getting very hungry. Uh, and one more variation. If you run out of century eggs, mustard potato salad makes a flavorful substitute. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So thanks, Brian, yeah. for the pictures and, you know, and then a, a try at this. Now, the thing is that he was able to get century egg because in another letter he wrote me, and he says not to read this one, but it, I, I realized, how did he manage to get century egg? Yeah. He said... They have them in Chinatown in Chicago, and he has friends who go there every week. So he knew he was going to be able to get one. Okay. Not a problem. Yeah, they're hard to find in the U.S. Yeah. I've never seen one. Pig's blood cake, he's going to look into that. Uh, okay. And I'm, I, we can be sure that when he does, you know, <laughs> he's going to get pictures too for us as well. Thank you so much. So that was again Brian Newell of, Lo- Lo- of Logansport, Indiana in the U.S. I've got a letter here from Alan Holder writing to us from the U.K. It says, Dear Shirley John and RTI English staff, I am feeling quite well at the moment and I hope that everyone at your station is and will remain fit and healthy. Summer has returned to the U.K. this week and it is quite hot for us at about 26 degrees Celsius. It's a dry heat, which is quite pleasant. I hate stuffy, humid weather, which makes me feel tired and listless. As you're probably aware, England will finally be coming out of lockdown on July 19th. Mask wearing in public places will not be compulsory, but I shall continue to wear one when I am out food shopping. Masks will be encouraged in enclosed spaces such as on trains and buses. In some cities, they will be mandatory. But infections are bound to rise with the lifting of restrictions. I think everyone here is fed up with the rules and lockdowns. Trying to quash the spread of this virus is just like swimming against the tide. We'll just have to learn to live with it. At least we have the vaccines to help us. Status Update is a show that I try not to miss. I always enjoy hearing you, Shirley and John, tell us what is going on in your lives and with your families and pets. <laughs> Snowball seems to be a very cute rabbit. Maybe he does. That's my rabbit. Uh-huh. Uh, the one who looks at me strangely when I exercise <laughs> at home. Maybe he does a lot of sleeping because he's bored. He has tons of toys. He, I don't know. He's picky about his toys. Yeah. Although I bought a, a grass tunnel. A new toy? No, yeah, yeah. But I got okay. a grass tunnel that he's very interested in lately. Whoa. So tearing it apart specifically. Okay. Um, have you ever thought about getting him a companion, John? Mind you, another male would probably <laughs> cause fighting. A female rabbit is bound to keep him amused, but you could end up with more bunnies than you can handle. He's fixed. Uh, oh, okay. um, the thing is, female rabbits are territorial. Mm. Actually, probably two males is easier. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole... I've watched videos about this. The bonding two rabbits, getting them not to be jealous of each other. Yeah. It's a long process. Oh, wow. Very involved. And it says also, I live alone and I have no pet animals. We had a cat some years ago who turned up one day and decided he wanted to live with us. Uh-huh. He was just a young kitten when he arrived and we had him for nearly 18 years. Oh. It was also interesting to hear about the various things you've been doing whilst confined at home during the lockdown. In the UK, a lot of people took the opportunity to spruce up their homes doing various DIY jobs. I really needed to clear my house of some clutter, but somehow it's one thing I, that never seems to get done. As usual, I've been listening to RTI not every day, but a few times each week, and I continue to appreciate your wide range of interesting programs, which are a window to everyday life in your beautiful island country. Taiwan Today included two very informative topics recently. The first focused on why the U.S. is prepared to defend Taiwan. The second discussed whether Japan will be willing to defend Taiwan in the event of an attack. I enjoyed listening to both editions. The download had a recent theme, the post-plastic society, and the challenges involved in trying to cut down on using plastic in our everyday lives. The amount of plastic packaging that I throw out every week actually for recycling is quite staggering. Materials used for household products were formerly made of glass, metal, or other natural products which can be easily recycled. Personally, I would like to see the complete ban of polystyrene and bubble wrap. Mm. 
Here in Taiwan is another program that I like a lot. I enjoy hearing some of the more offbeat news stories, such as the recent report about injuries to sea turtles by marine craft and onshore plastic litter. Also, the story about the begging monkeys who have lost the habit of foraging for food after being fed by tourists. The monkeys are now entering people's homes looking for food. Mm -hmm. RTI's regular newscasts are always appreciated for their timeliness, and it is good to hear your roundup of the most interesting stories of the week on your regular news playlist. That must be all for today. Stay healthy, and I'll write again soon with comments on some of your other shows. Kind regards, Alan Holder. All right, and thank you so much for all your letters. We always love to hear from you. But that's all the time we have today. Do keep those letters coming, though. Our address is PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And you can always find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope you'll leave us a comment there. Yes. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.